Warning, the Chaotic Culture Podcast is a program for mature audiences. The language and content presented in this podcast is of a mature nature that some audiences may not find suitable. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Grab your loved ones and bring them closer Extra, extra, read the poster The KKP is taking over Sleeping on me, better smell the Folgers I've been razor sharp since the Motorola Off the O, like the cover over Popping bottles, get all in the sofa It's a celebration, though the times is hard It's raining blessings, give it up to God Chaotic culture, the greatest part We can't the pro, the one in charge But it's a celebration, times is hard It's raining blessings, give it up to God Chaotic culture, the greatest part We can't the pro, the one in charge We're living in a chaotic culture We're living in a chaotic culture Welcome to another edition of the Chaotic Culture Podcast, the pod where chaos rules and black culture is elevated and embraced. This podcast will deep dive into modern black culture and how millennials and Gen Z can navigate the crazy parts from finances, music, black business highlights, home ownership, HBCUs, sports, black nerdum, anime, wrestling. If it encompasses black culture, we're going to cover it. Live from the 7-5, I am the host and the creator of the Cattle Culture Podcast, your boy Ked the Pro, a.k.a. the Calculator Millennial, the Cutlass Diamond, a.k.a. don't be pushing on my buttons in my cutlass unless you're cutting, a.k.a. your favorite toxic adjacent king, Chaotic Ked, Ked the Closer, all of that good shit. The 843 is me, but VA is where I stay. Always chaotic, never toxic, most days. Back again, once again, with your favorite Black Culture highlights and Black Culture shenanigans. With me, of course, is the squad, the crew here. Uh, first and foremost, let me go ahead and let them introduce themselves, starting off with the first lady of the pod. Go ahead, Chanasa. Please introduce yourself, ma'am. Y'all already know what it is. Uh, it's your girl, the queen, you know, Nasa, baby. Okay. Welcome to the station and good vibes, good vibes only. Okay. Uh, how is everybody doing? Y'all already know it's the female Picasso. Um, how's everybody? Yeah. How has everybody been? What's 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 tea? What's what's new? Oh, we, we good. You already know what time it is. Uh, we over here. We we doing good. We doing good. Um, of course, we are going to do our mental health segment, which we got to make sure that we go into detail about how everybody's week has been. Uh, but in the meantime, let me go ahead and introduce the next host of the pod. Of course, the first person to ever join me on this podcast, uh, my boy Law. Please, Schmurda, go ahead and introduce yourself. What to do? What to do? What to do? Back at it again, another week. Um, it's your boy Law. Smurdy. Run it up, run it up, run it up. I got a couple names. Y'all know me. Uh, it's just good to be back. Uh, good to be in good health, I can say. Um, like I told y'all, broke a, broke a bone in my hand, so I've been down a little bit. But, you know, we back again to bring you all something to listen to. So stay tuned. And yeah. Yes, sir. As always. Next, of course, the person who recently joined us at the beginning of the season here, 
And the second lady to, of course, join this podcast, Miss Sappy. I'm going to let her do her own introduction, but please, Sappy, introduce yourself. Hello, hello, everybody. It's your girl, Sappy. No, a.k.a. nothing. But <laughs> I'm here, and we're going to have some great topics to talk about today and some interesting dialogue, I shall say. Okay. You know, I actually thought you were going to do the no AKAs or hey, hey, hey's, which is why I didn't say anything. But <laughs> I knew there was something I had to say, but it's OK. Next time I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so now, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't been paying attention to the socials, you'll notice that we have added a fifth member to the podcast. Now, I don't need to do a deep introduction, but you already know. He has been a guest twice on this podcast now and has officially joined the Chaotic Culture podcast team. Uh, you remember him formerly from the Analytical podcast where shit gets critical. Shout out to them. Um, now a part of Cerberus Entertainment as well, um, as well as the Shogo High conglomerate, which, of course, is, you know, I'm a part of that podcast as well. So definitely shout out and welcome aboard Johnny, a.k.a. Jay Lee Trade. Go ahead, Johnny. Introduce yourself, sir. What it do? What's good? I hope y'all can hear me and everything. Uh, this is your boy Jay, aka Jay Lee Trey from Shogo High Collective. And of course, we can and now officially part of the Chaotic Culture Podcast. I did say I was gonna do gunshots in here, but I decided not to. I'm going to be regular today for a moment in time. But it is a pleasure to join the crew. It is amazing time. Hopefully, everybody having a blessed morning or afternoon or evening wherever you are. But it's super, super dope to be a part. And it's my first episode. Let's get it. Hey. Yes, sir. Up, yes, sir, man. <laughs> we'll probably but, you think going to be regular. There, you know? We do regular here. I don't know what regular is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. It, it might get a little chaotic. I can't be chaotic at times, but but not. I'm going to try to be civil. Try to be civil. Hey, that's. That's the perfect uh, method, man. That's the perfect mesh. So, you know, we we definitely invite a little bit of chaos into the group. Just not a whole bunch of messy-ish. But, I mean, some of the topics that we talk about are kind of messy anyway. So, with that in mind, let us go ahead and, and get the mental health check out the way. We want to be sure that everybody on the team has been doing well and in the right mind space. So, first and foremost, I want to ask how everybody is doing. We will start actually with in a backwards order of how I introduce everybody. So, Johnny, how's your mental health been? Uh, so mental health check for sure has been actually really, really good. Um, things have been amazing. Of course, you know, joining chaotic culture. Also, shout out to Sarah, the gang over there. Um, I'm with them as well now and pushing more content. So my mental space has been a lot better. Um, it's the first time actually talking about it, I guess, on here. But hey, we're in a better place. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. And I cannot complain. So we in there. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Uh, Sappy, how's mental health been? It's been really good, but y'all know what's about to make it better. If you know, you know, this weekend, this weekend, I'm going to be lit, and it's going to be the best mental health situation I could ever be in. So I'm about to see friends, I'm about to see family, and it's going to be lit. Yeah. Oh, Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You already know. If you know, you know. Yeah. Oh, this must be homecoming. It's going to be a, uh, it's a celebration every Nail time head, we link up. <laughs> it got to be homecoming week. And you know this. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. So um, 
at the moment of this recording, by the time that you guys hear this on Wednesday, of course, this will be the Wednesday of homecoming week for Hampton University. So most of us are going to be at homecoming again for some of us for the first time in two years. Um, Others, you know, I was there last year, but it was very limited homecoming. Not a lot of people came because, you know, COVID was still people were still trying to figure that out. But now a whole bunch of people are coming back this homecoming. So, yeah, it's about to be like that. <laughs> All I'm going to say is if y'all follow me because of this podcast, do not judge my social medias this weekend. Thank you. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer: If you see me, there we go. You didn't really see me. <laughs> if you see me, you didn't see me. <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, yeah. Like if you see me this weekend, no, you didn't. No, you did not. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> anyway, uh, that brings us to law. How's your mental health, man? Mental health. Uh, like I said, you know, don't break no bones, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for real, for real. That's a. a oh damn! <laughs> lesson learned. Um. I broke my hand at work. Uh, I got denied on the workers' comp, but you know what the f- mm. yeah, it, it mm. was self inflicted. You know what I'm saying? It'd be different if you know, like something fell on me, which uh, Lord willing, it didn't. Um, but you know, outside of that, you know, I was down a little bit over that. You know, but uh, everything's been pretty good. Uh, just taking it one day at a time. My manager is ready for me to come back to work, so uh, that's that. <laughs> they always are they are always right. ready for you to come back yep and I'm taking my sweet time I got two more weeks so <laughs> they'll see me when they see me <laughs> yeah, I hear you bro I hear you uh, Chanasa how has the mental health been um, the mental health has been pretty steady um, you know I'm still I still feel like I'm kind of working on trying to be in a more intentional space um, so, you know, I can't say that I've, I haven't had any good days. Things have been good. Work, the job has been good. The money isn't, it has been flowing in steadily. Um, but, um, lately as, as of lately, I've been working, I really been working on, or been really wanting to be intentional with my time and intentional on how I do things. Um, so I would say it's been good, but, you know, we always need to, you know, progress, you know, practice makes perfect. So, you know. Just taking uh, a day, my days at a time. So. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, that leaves myself. Uh, as far as my mental health, I've actually been pretty good. I've been doing nothing but work, gym, eat, sleep, and repeat. So that's that's pretty much what it consists of. But uh, as as you all know, and as we've just said, Hampton's homecoming is this week. So, yeah, I do plan on getting lit this weekend. Um, and having a good time, seeing my friends and family uh, that I haven't seen in a while and just getting the chance to fellowship with all my classmates, colleagues and other members of the Hampton University family. Uh, now, as soon as homecoming week is over, that very next week will be Anime Week in Atlanta, which it was kind of a last minute decision, but I decided I'm going to go. So um, I am actually going to leave Tuesday night. Uh, I'm not going to fly. I'm going to drive and attempt to make that nine hour drive. I'm not driving all the way down there um, on the first night. By though. Yourself. N- yes, it will be by myself. Uh, oh my. yeah. <laughs> but what I'm going to do is Tuesday night, I'm going to stop in Charlotte and spend the night at my aunt's. And then Wednesday morning, just continue my trek on to Atlanta because it's not too far. So that's not bad. 
Yeah, now that drive back is probably going to be a a little bit. uh, Let me just say it like this. It might be a a little heavier. So I I really have to, uh, I guess, figure out what I'm going to do if I'm actually going to uh, leave Sunday and then just stay the night in Charlotte or leave Monday and just make the whole trek. So I know plenty of Hampton students have done that before and they've driven from at uh Atlanta to Hampton or Atlanta to Newport News and back. Hated that trip every single time. <laughs> yeah, hey, no we count. used to do that for Honda. I did it uh six hours. <laughs> you said my friend Tyrone because he used to do that drive all the time. Yeah, oh, it's... I don't spend no time in the car. <laughs> six hours. <laughs> <laughs> Like usually I, I do six and a half hours because y'all know that, you know, Charleston and Newport News is about six and a half, seven hours away. So I've done seven hours, but nine. Mm, that's a little different. So we'll see if I can if I can pull it off. Hopefully I will. have a good but, playlist. Oh, yeah, I got my playlist ready and I'm and I'm building some my uh, I'm building another playlist as well to make sure that I keep my attention. I'm, I'm going to be focused and, oh, yeah, and attentive. What'd you say, Law? I said in a couple Red Bulls. Uh, that too. That too. I- I'll oh. make sure I have plenty of energy drinks ready and able. Uh, with that, I think it is a good time for us to ask if there are any new projects we are working on or any new shows that we are watching. Uh, so... Lawrence, let me actually hear if there has been anything new that you've been watching. Uh, watching wise, nothing new for real, for real. Um, I'm actually kind of just getting past like all the overhyped stuff. Like, I got into Power a little bit. I watched a couple episodes of that. Um, I mean, I've watched the new season of Atlanta. If y'all have watched Atlanta, um, man, this season is wild let me yeah. just say that very much so best season yet <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, i like how they ended uh ended season three and now watching season four unfold they nano glover is, is doing a damn thing kudos shout out and kudos to him um anime wise i'm still in my regular degler stuff um i'm been reading um the super chapters but i have not read like the last four or five chapters um i am in the process of also trying to find a theater that has the dbz movie um yeah you got got a couple weeks left for that though too right yeah and that's why Mm -hmm. i'm kind of making it a a point to to get in there to see it because i'm just like i can't miss it (laughs) Yeah, if you get a chance, bro, definitely watch that uh superhero movie, bro, or Dragon Ball Super Superhero. And that is game over. Uh I'm watching football currently and looks like uh the Bills have just intercepted the Kansas City Chiefs and the Bills are going to walk out of here with the W. So uh, yeah. Wait, uh, what? The Bills what? Oh. The Bills are about to win, bro. Like they literally geez. just picked off uh Mahomes. It's with 56 seconds, well, 51 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Now, Kansas City has two timeouts, but that's not enough time to to, to do anything, bro, because all, all they really got to do is do two kneel downs or three or kneel downs in this game. Yo, right. 
Shouts to Buffalo Bills, man. Yeah, man. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Sappy, are there any new watches? Yeah, I've just been catching up with, you know, a couple shows. So just like Law, I've been watching Atlanta. Um, finally got to start uh, Abbott Elementary, the new season, which is absolutely hilarious. If you haven't seen it yet, please watch it. Um, I did watch, uh, what's that Kid Cudi movie on uh, Netflix? Intergalactic? Oh, in- Intergalactic, yeah. yeah Highly good- recommended. Soundtrack, amazing. It's so good. Um, and I saw The Woman King, really, really good. Yeah, Despite all the the i guess the what people were saying on on social media that they didn't want to watch it and they didn't really like i thought it was amazing like people need oscar nominations very soon it's really good cool cool um woman king is actually on my list i said that i would go see it i just haven't had the opportunity to do that so that may be something that i do like thursday night or something uh, before the homecoming festivities begin, uh, Intergalactic is actually on my list because I listened to the album when I was working out, and the album, the album is like that. Uh, but I just hadn't got a chance to watch it, so I will uh definitely get the, the opportunity to do that. Uh, Nasa, do you have any new watches? Um, as of as of now, I don't have any new watches. I've kind of just been into the kind of like the I guess the holiday. Halloween spirit. I've been watching a lot of scary movies. Um, I've been watching, you know, Hocus Pocus and all that stuff. Um, and catching up on. Ho- I actually haven't seen the second one. I've been, you know, I'm a a big original person, so I just been watching the originals. But okay. I did hear I, that the Hocus I Pocus. Pretty, I, I, I did hear Hocus Pocus two was good, so I definitely am going to have to take a peek at peek at that. I also saw the Woman King. Um, so the Woman King was amazing and I, 10 out of 10. So definitely go check that out if if no one, if, if y'all have not. But yeah, other those, than that, that's the premium. Hocus Pocus not die? <laughs> um, I said, did the witches from Hocus Pocus not die? Is, is that how they were able to come back? Um, uh, yeah, you, you got to see it, man. It's... um. I, I watched like the a little bit of it, so I haven't really got deep into it just yet, just because again I've had distractions and things of that nature happen and whatnot. But yeah, it's um they didn't die. So <laughs> we gotta gotta watch it watch it and find out, I suppose. Um Word. yeah, I think for me it's really been a lot more uh anime watches. Uh I've for some reason I have yet to jump into this season of Atlanta. I need to. Uh, it's it's literally I have all these shows on my list and it seems like no matter what something always distracts me and I can't uh, jump into the series so it's like I've got this season of Abbott Elementary to jump into this season of Atlanta um, power I'm very uh, for me power is very very hit or miss um, so I definitely have to I guess find out if I want if I really want to uh, immerse myself into power again uh, I, for some strange reason, I have not watched the updated season of Wu-Tang and I need to stop loafing and do that. Uh, that is literally, Sir, you need been... to watch that immediately. Yeah. yeah immediately. Fast, bro. Are you joking? I'm, I'm not. It's, it's, I, and I right loved now. the very, I loved everything about the series. It's just, I hadn't, I hadn't watched it. 
And I'm like, okay, dude, you got to stop loafing. Just watch it. So that'll probably be something that I actually get started with this afternoon. Um, so yeah. they about to come out with the third season, like <laughs> soon. Well, that that'll be enough time for me to <laughs> to watch <laughs> and get ready for that third season together. when it drops. So I don't have to worry about binging it. Um, the third <laughs> season as well. I can be prepared for when it does come out. So, uh, but uh, it's mainly been anime watches that I've been uh catching up on, obviously. Um, the new stuff that has come out this season, uh, we've watched uh, Chainsaw Man. We've seen the uh, the first episode of Bleach. Well, the Thousand Year Blood War. Uh, Bleach has returned for those who do not know. Uh, so definitely get ready for that. Uh, I also have watched uh, Spy Family. My Hero Academia has come back as well. Uh, yes, Pat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Look, season six actually started out the way season six was supposed to start out. Um, okay. If you've read the chapters in the manga like I have, you were expecting it to like start off with not starting with the bullshit like they usually did in previous seasons. They they got right to the shits. So, uh, uh, uh yeah, this is uh so far so good. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other shows that I've watched. I, I finally finished Overlord. Uh, cause I was only watching dub on that one just because I, uh, I enjoy the dub, uh, version, uh, that ended crazy. Uh, I'm still trying to finish up parallel world pharmacy and such a good show. Yeah. Oh Jesus. man. Episode eight. I was watching it yesterday and I'm just like, yo, this, this shit is like tear jerking. I, I almost, almost bald, but it is, it is really such a good show. Uh, and there's a, there's a few others that I've been watching, but it's just uh, I've gotten my I don't have my anime list out yet because I wasn't expecting to do like an anime segment this episode. But I'm um, still those are some of those watches that I've been partaking in. So uh, you've heard what I've got to catch up on. So, uh, Johnny, do you have any uh, new watches? Uh, Yeah, so it's a few. Um, I'm, I'm going to leave anime last, obviously, but. Uh, shout out to Netflix with The Watcher. Um, that's a this new series of seven episodes. Uh, that I heard that, that really good. Oh, I, I binged it today, <laughs> like literally today. Um, started this morning and got all the way through it, and I was like, "Whoa!" Uh, that was a my mind hurts. Let's put it that way. It's a, like for those who ever watched Death Note before, things just keep piling on top of each other. <laughs> the Watcher is one of those. Um, it just stuff. Just, it's seven episodes. They're about forty between forty-two and forty-eight minutes each episode. Um, the last episode I think is fifty-five minutes, close to an hour or so. Um, but yes, definitely ten out of ten. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The dips and turns was was crazy. Um, I think uh, what else in TV wise? Definitely Abbott Elementary for sure. Um, trying to catch up on to that. Shout out to Hulu. Um, but anime wise, it's been Mob Psycho 100 yes. season three, uh, Blue Lock with an amazing second episode that came out Sunday. Mm. Uh, also, of course, Kid already mentioned it, but Bleach, um, Chainsaw Man. Uh, I need to actually finish Call of the Night from spring season or summer season. Um, shout out to High Dive on that, but. Those are the ones I currently be watching, but literally the freshest thing on my mind is the watcher. I had to like 
put it like this, y'all. Decompress when you're done. Like you go watch something else that has nothing to do with horror or psychological or thriller or any mind-boggling things. Go outside, touch some grass, do something. Cause you're you you have to not think about some of that stuff, man. Like for real. So yeah, that's it though. Okay. Word, word. I will say that Blue Lock definitely had a crazy first episode. So the second one it will be watched tonight. Uh and yeah. Um, I'm definitely Hey, look, I got one word for Blue Lock, bro. <laughs> there it goes. Yeah. That's all, hey. that's all I got for Blue Lock, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it, man. Uh, I I really thoroughly enjoyed that first episode, so I'm looking to see what what the next one will uh, have in store. Uh, all right, sounds good, sounds good. Uh, moving on, uh, we, we're gonna mention this briefly for those who have listened to Show Go High. We talked about this in depth, um, but we at least wanted to mention it here. Um, the changes that Cartoon Network is going through right at this moment. Now, I know a lot of us haven't been keeping up keeping up with cartoon network as of late because obviously some of us have grown out of it there are still some shows that you know that we don't watch unless the shows like craig at the creek or you may tune in to some episodes of steven universe if it's still going on um but now with the merger between warner brothers and discovery obviously we had this situation where we didn't know if cartoon network was going to be the same especially after they laid off so many people in the animation department um, as it turns out, we've de- we dug deep into it and we saw that, of course, Cartoon Network isn't dying, but it is changing a little bit. There are still going to be some shows that are on there, but with if with this merger of WB animation under one division, there's the opportunity for old IPs and, and pretty much reboot after reboot after reboot of shows to come onto Cartoon Network, just as has been doing with Warner Brothers Animation. So you may see. Another reboot of Powerpuff Girls. You may see another reboot of another show, like another Scooby-Doo show. Nine times out of ten, we're, we're probably going to get endless reboots of that because Scooby-Doo is like the WB cash cow. Uh, and you're probably going to see uh, a few changes here and there. We don't know what's going to happen with Adult Swim. We don't know what's going to happen with Toonami. But with everything that's been going on with uh, Warner Brothers Discovery within the last couple months, it doesn't look good for that company in general. And some of the questions, the decisions that David Zaslav, who's the CEO, uh, have been very questionable at best. So real quick, I don't know if anybody has, other than Johnny and myself, have like actually looked deep into this, but are there any concerns or thoughts about this? I do have issues with, I don't know, because the trend of what WB has been doing with HBO and uh, I believe HBO Max, and they've been removing a lot of shows and rearranging how they have shows. So I'm a little wary of what's going to happen in the future and where where um, Cartoon Network is going to go from here. But, you know, I'm being optimistic. Hopefully they don't, you know, start changing shows and start removing shows from streaming services that, you know, that the 90s kids love to watch. So we'll see how that goes from now. But I am a little weary. Uh, you, you and I both. You and I both. Um, Lawrence? Sorry, my phone tweaked out. Um, no, nah, actually, I don't like the... Well, I'm not going to say I don't like the fact that they redid Scooby-Doo, but, like, let's let's find something else. Um, nah, Shaggy or, Black, I love it. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, but I love like, it. Like the whole point of like the movie industry and like those those entities are supposed to like push creativity, you know. They're just taking similar ideas and, and revamping them or just remaking them. And it, I mean, for me, I, I like to see new things. So like Craig of the Creek, that torch, like that's that's something dope. Uh, we Bear Bear is funny. Like, so like these newer cartoons and like some of the older ones, like leave them, don't, don't recreate them. Because I mean, yeah, you want the newer generation to have something to to tie into or to help like merge generations, but if you're not gonna do it justice, don't do it at all. And that's just my opinion. Hey, I I kind of feel what you're saying, man. Because uh, Cartoon Network was already doing like reboots of certain shows. Like we see like Teen Titans becoming Teen Titans Go. Um, I can't tell you how many reboots of Ben Ten that they've tr- attempted and tried to do. Uh, but it's just really crazy that we are probably going to get more of that because cartoon network at the very least from when we had like the, the cartoon cartoon era or cartoon cartoon Fridays era, we used to get those original shows like consistently. Uh, and even with some of the newer shows that were out now, at least they were different than what we had gotten in the past. So that we may or may not get uh, a lot of originality anymore. And that is one thing that is concerning, but we we can only wait and see since none of us really work for WBD anyway. Um, Johnny, did you have any additional thoughts of this? Um, I just want to say uh, shout out to my boy Trevor, uh, my elementary, middle school, high school friend, uh, all the way from Michigan. Uh, he worked for um, Cartoon Network Studios. He's one of those 142 that got laid off, which sucks. Mm. Um, but besides that, um, I didn't want to make sure I give him a shout out on that. But yeah, it, it just it's sucky. On the way around, um, I am not okay with laying people off just because some big top person think they have the best creative outflow idea of anything else. Um, but I, what, I, what I will say is what I'm actually excited for to put the kind of like put like a, a, a more of a light on the situation is seeing seeing some of these animators actually go through something else, which is going to be interesting to watch because companies are begging for animators you know no matter if it's on the anime side or animation you know cartoons or you know disney stuff like that so i am eager to see what the heck comes out um what studios pick up what because there's gonna be a lot of projects up for grabs and ideas and story writing capabilities and jobs available so we'll see how this goes creatively for sure for everybody word man word um cool man well i'm glad that you know there is still some positivity that comes out of this situation and hopefully wbd doesn't fumble the bag too too much on this um i i'm definitely just hoping that cartoon network continues to be that creative bastion that it you that it used to be and that we don't get uh a situation where it just it's it's not the same anymore now obviously when you know when you age out you know it's cartoon network's going to be looked at a, at a different scope when you're a little older um as as you know when you get older your your taste kind of change but i'm just hoping that that does not mean that the animation department will continue to suffer like this and they hope they don't keep laying off and laying off animators as well as um 
cutting these IPs and these original projects because we've seen within the last few years just how lucrative animation studios and animating cartoons and and anime are in general. So, um, facts. Yeah. So all we can do is just really hope for the best on that and make sure that you know. Well, we're doing our part, and not only when we have offspring or you know the next generation behind us that they're alert i don't want to say alerted but that we make them aware of the goodness that is some of these cartoons and hopefully you know they'll get enlightened by some new original stuff that comes out if wbd does the right thing uh with that we have to talk about one of the biggest detriments in our culture right now um who used to be a mainstay of this culture and now it just seems for the past few years has really gone off the deep end. And I really don't know if he could be saved at this point. Um, for those who are wondering who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Ye, AKA Kanye West, or let's call him Kunye West right now, because he's been saying some real coonish shit these last uh, couple of weeks <laughs> and done some real coonish things on top of that. So I'm Dr. Umar. Kanye West. <laughs> I'm so ignorant. I'm sorry. My bad. It's necessary. It is necessary. Very. Oh man. Um. Where do you begin? Uh, I I don't where do know where. Like I'm I'm really just like how, yo. Where do it's I not even where? Start? It's it's how. It's how do you start? That's the yeah. question. It's how. Now, if y'all paid attention two weeks ago when we dropped the last episode, I kind of went in on. Uh, a certain quote unquote DJ Livingston Allen or academics for those who don't know what his real name is. Um, <laughs> but for this, I'm like, I want to say so much, but I don't really know how to say it without, uh, with, without myself getting frustrated. So maybe somebody else can start on this situation and, and kind of get the audience hip to what Kanye has been doing and why he deserves the, uh, this, lashing that we're about to give him all right sir Cunye, you were once a favorite artist of mine but i can't stand behind your uh antics with this last uh fashion show to start i think that's a good point to start at um as a pose or as a means of of making a point you branded a t-shirt and put white lives matter on the back of it now Am I against white lives? No. Um, but I feel like you made a mockery of a platform that was actually made to help those that look like ourselves, uh, if that makes sense. Um, and then on top of that, it's like, you know, you back Trump. Like, these aren't things that, you know, we are going to just sit by and just let go idly and for you to keep constantly doing it. And we, I, and I say we, but like as the community that has supported you for years, we just want your, not, not even your help. We want to help you help yourself. And uh, I think that's going to start first and foremost by taking your ass to therapy. But um. Yeah, I think that's a good starting point. And he got Candace Owens' black ass in uh, the mix of it. Like, uh, 
I am speaking. <laughs> we need to take like, Candace Owens to fucking Lake Lanier, bro. In Georgia. <laughs> she, can, she can bring her ass over here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, never mind. Continue. My bad. <laughs> My bad. It's just so left. Like, where, how did we get here? Like, I feel like Kanye at this point, as, as a community, we just need, we have stopped supporting him, but we need to stop giving him attention. I think at this point, he is doing everything he can to get attention from people. And because people are constantly retweeting, they're constantly um, giving think pieces on him. I just think he's like, oh, well, at least I know I can still be out in the public and I can still be in people's mouths by me saying outlandish things. Because at this point, who, who, who can we blame? Everyone has blamed Kanye not taking his medication. People have blamed Kim Kardashian. They blamed his mother on passing away. And it just seems like there's no solution to making Kanye better. So at this point, I just think we need to let him go, let him deal with his demons alone, and stop giving him attention. Because the, the more attention we give him, the more outlandish stuff he says. And the more outlandish stuff he says is going to be more de- detrimental to, to the community. Because now you have people who are backing Kanye who are saying, oh, yeah, I agree exactly with what he's saying. And for him to say the most outlandish stuff about George Floyd, even though it has been proven in court, opposite of what Kanye is saying, it just makes just makes our community seem so unorganized. And I just feel like he just no more. <laughs> uh, Johnny, you had your hand raised, bro. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. Like we on uh, <laughs> we on Twitter or something. It's crazy. Uh, but. I- Everything everybody has already stated is absolutely true. Um, I, I wanted to say this for sure, and it's maybe like maybe a letter to Kanye or whatever, but here's the thing. Um, Kanye panders a lot. Uh, and I'm going to define what I mean by pandering. So depending on what he's trying to promote and or what he's trying to push, he will use whatever he possibly can to his advantage. Now, I'm going to use this not from the White Lives Matter t-shirt perspective, but let's just take it to a more recent time about the gap situation. So um, he used the gap deal uh, to further propel himself in the fashion world. Um, Some people call Kanye a fashionable genius. Uh, I'm one of them. I am niggas. Um, But at the same time, there's a pander there. And I'm saying that because during the, the, the when he when he pretty much terminated the gap deal, uh, he used his own skin color, aka calling himself black, as the reason on why these companies don't give nobody a chance because he's black, or they don't keep the promises because he's black, or they don't pay attention to him as they should because he's black. Uh, so he will use certain things to pander. Um, this also came down to take a little bit further back even more. This was the um, the Sunday service stuff. I was one of the people that went to Sunday service in Detroit when he had it there. And he w- he even used Jesus to pander. <laughs> um, to pander to his advantage, to pander to make sure that it's sold and even the whole like Adidas deal and stuff like that and how the creative control but when we fast forward to this with the white lives situation, let's think about let's think about the timing that we're in. Uh, we're in election time right now. You know, senators are up for election or governors and stuff like that. 
and people are gearing up for the 2024 election, uh, presidential election. So saying white lives matter, even though he quote unquote says it's like a joke, it's not funny at all. Um, the real truth is that with Black Lives Matter, as a person who was out there in the streets in Minnesota and also in Detroit, Michigan, and Atlanta, Georgia, during the, during the George Floyd protest, White Lives Matter was a direct message against Black Lives Matter because they felt as if it didn't matter that much. And you can't say that because everybody mattered. That's, that's a bunch of cap. Uh, if, if everybody mattered, then Black people wouldn't be killed by the police. That's a different conversation. But I'm saying that to say this. With the whole White Lives Matter t-shirt, you're pandering because you want votes. <laughs> you realize that niggas did not vote for you like that, like you thought they was going to do uh, in 2020. Um, and you're finding the new ways to, to do that. Um, and I'm just tired of the pandering from him. Like, I, I agree 100%. I think definitely let him go. But there's also this other side of me where it's just like, you've pandered for so long. And like, now... Anything you say now, I think I'm thinking it's a it's a publicity stunt. You know, I don't want to quote Joe Budden's podcast at all, but they had this same conversation. It was like every single thing, shout out to the ice, every single thing that he does is a publicity stunt. And it's like how much like like it starts to question like his actual impact on the world outside of music. It, is it really Kanye really being a genius or him trying to like further progress the world or is it more so he has to do something every time to make sure that he on top of the headline for anything that he does so i start to question his motives at this point like i'm musically dudes dudes good as hell i have yeezy sneakers slides whatever but like come on bro like not now you just you just doing stuff to pander and your mom wouldn't be happy for her. His mom is a civil rights leader. She rest in peace to Donda West. She was a civil rights movement leader. Her, his, his father was also in the civil rights movement and his father is a coon as well for that text message shit. Are you serious? You thought it was funny? There wasn't nothing funny about that, bro. Like, and Kanye just pointed the finger at everybody else. You know, the whole Virgil thing. It's a lot of different things. I don't want to really get into it that much because that'd be too far too deep. But at the end of the day, everybody is right on this pod. Like, just shut up, bro. Like, oh, or what do you say? Shut, what do you say on a documentary on Discovery? You say you about to shut the f up for the first time, finally, or something like that. And I think he needs to do that for a while. Like, go to your ranch in Idaho. Yeah, I'm waiting on that. Please, like, <laughs> and Twitter already suspended him. Instagram already suspended him. Shut up, bro. Just take some time. Literally, that's all. Uh, Nasa, did you have any words about this situation? You know, no, I really don't have any words to uh, really say in regards to Kanye. It's just kind of, it's really sad to see how much of a downhill spiral that he's gone in. Um, You know, he's a, he's a, one thing I will say, he's a great artist, but just as a person, he's not really a great human being. So there's really not much I can really say on that, you know. It's really just really not much I can say on it. It's just like, he's just... Like Sappy said, we really need to stop giving him the attention that we are giving him because it's not it's not working for him. It's, it's not working. So the crazy part about this is that Kanye doesn't need to do all of this 
for us to pay attention. If he can just continue to write music and maybe if he wants to make other deals with uh, different fashion lines and whatnot, he's going to get the attention regardless. He doesn't have to really say a word. And yet the shit that comes out of his mouth and the shit that he's been doing lately has really, really just put a sour taste in my mouth. And I really just cannot vibe anymore. Um, and I never used to defend him, even when he started making you know comments about Trump. I was like, oh, no, nah, bro, you're on your own with that. I still listen to your music, but you're on your own. Now, I was just like, damn, yo, I really want to be done with Kanye for like forever, bro, because this mindset that he's in, his mom would definitely be disappointed if she saw this. Um, and me, you know, being someone who was still Christian, I'm like, I'm pretty sure his mom is looking down like now, nah, like, boy, what are you doing? Because the stuff that's been coming out of his mouth lately is way contradictory to the stuff that she was doing um, as a civil rights activist. And it really is crazy how in the past he used to talk about this stuff and he used to talk about how um, the LGBT community in itself was uh, also discriminated against and how he used to say, you know, granted, the we all know the comment about George Bush is not like black people, but we used to see how Shots much fire got for, thank you yeah I'm saying we used to see and hear that from him and now it's just like what happened bro dude like i know that we can that people can point fingers at what might be the root cause or anything but i honestly just think that man his he really is as johnny said he's just trying to keep attention his way and he really doesn't need to do that you know, he's already been solidified as a, a, a producing genius and he's already been solidified as a cultural icon. He does not need to continue to do this, whatever this is. And I honestly just can't. I, I really I just can't anymore. It's like, bro, I've tried to follow this dude for so long, but some of the shit that he's been saying and doing as of late has really been making me scratch my head. But this shit about George Floyd, if y'all saw that Drink Champs uh clip and the shit that he's been doing with Candace Owens, I'm like, mm-mm. And, and it's really crazy because there was a, an, a situation where he wanted to distance himself from Candace Owens when she, I guess, misused one of his... um. I don't know. I don't want to say one of his quotes, but she misused something or some intellectual property that belonged to Kanye. Kanye was like, nah, that, that ain't my business. I don't want nothing to do with it. And yet here he is pandering again to that crowd and to her ass and to everybody else that falls in line with um the MAGA. So I'm just like at this point, at this point, bro. Yeah, I think he just needs to be quiet. He needs to go away for a while. He needs to seek more therapy. And man just needs to heal because I really don't think he's been healing property. He properly he did not heal properly when his mom passed. He has not healed properly with this whole Kim situation. Um, That's a whole other, nother thing right there. Yeah, brother. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. So, also, don't forget, don't forget he got cut from the shop, though, too, because oh, I don't know yeah. if y'all knew that. Um, he was supposed to be on the shot last week. That's LeBron James and Maverick Carter's um, show on HBO. Mm-hmm. And they filmed it, I think, on last Thursday. But they came out and said, we're not airing it because he was spitting more anti-rhetoric um, or, or hate rhetoric, you know, on the show to further See. 
the shit again. So it's just like, come on, G. See, didn't they also say that he he opened up a school? I don't know what I don't. I hope it's not true. But he had these little kids singing "Good Morning Donda" as if it was some type of cult. And I'm that's like, weird. Keep the babies yeah, out weird. of it. Keep the babies out weird. of it. Weird. Just Sorry. keep the babies out of it. If you're gonna be off the hinge, do that on your own. But keep the right. babies out of it. Like keep the children out of it because. <laughs> Sir, that's why he needs healing. He needs to go to therapy because that in itself is like you're doing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He fired his therapist because uh, the therapist he had was not working. Because what yeah. he's doing, mm-mm. he needs a therapist that can challenge him. Uh, he needs some kind of counseling. He needs someone that can get him right mentally. He needs to find someone that can get him right spiritually. He needs to find one of these pastors in their right minds to get his act together because this is like, bro, what you're doing is I don't want to say but, that it's not of God, but I'm like, uh, but that's bro. just the thing. Like, I don't think he likes being challenged. I don't think he's really in that space. Like, if he gets challenged, he just does something else to just like prove he doesn't care. So yeah. The only person who could have challenged him passed. And that's that I think that really is where it stands as a point. Dondo really was his check and balance when it came to a lot of things in his life. A lot of the things that he did going into the music industry was for Donda. So <laughs> you essentially take the one factor that could actually put a, a leash around him. And, and I don't want to like make it sound like he's a dog, but you know what I'm saying? To actually con- self-contain like what he had going on. Yeah, like I don't think there really is anyone at this point on this earth that would be able to stand a foot and get Kanye to not be Kanye. <laughs> Uh, that's an excellent point, man. That is an excellent point. Um, we, we are going to move away from the yay situation, y'all. But uh, f- for our community, man, it's really important that you want to do not follow his example. Please don't. Uh, don't go out here saying something anti-Semitic um, or anti, anti-Black um, or, or try to do things just for the attention or for the chance to look edgy. Or, or be an edge lord or anything like that. That is not what's going to help you thrive. Um, this is really just all attention seeking and trying to stay relevant when you really don't have to say anything or do anything. And Kanye has shown time and time again that he does not care to seek therapy or to heal properly. He is just going to continue going off the deep end and say what he want to say and do what he want to do. And some of y'all might find that admirable, but it's not not in the way that he's doing it. I know that we're a country that's founded on free speech, but there is such thing as hate speech. And there is such thing as just being anti-Semitic and doing all of this crazy ish is not going to help you succeed in life. So regardless if you still decide to listen to Kanye's music or not, I'm not going to deter you from that. But from my standpoint, all I want to say is do not follow his example because right now his example is a very poor way of trying to stay within the headlines and trying to make something out of nothing. And I can't even, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm just leave it at that y'all. So yeah, don't do not follow uh, his example, please, please don't be a pander on top of that. You know, do what you think is going to be best for you. Don't try to pander to one part of the crowd just so that you can get support somewhere. You don't, when you don't need it. Anyway, absolutely. So 
let us go ahead and move on to the next part of this conversation. Um, these two are a little, these two next two sections are a little minor in comparison before we get to the, the final topic of the night. Um, anybody been following what the hell has been going on with 50 Cent and this stuff, Marquis? Like, what, what the hell is really going on right now? First of all, what happened this, with this child? Happened? So, you know how 50 Cent is and how childish that man is. Absolutely. So, his son has come out and said that as he was growing up, 50 Cent only gave him $6,500 a month for, um, what do you call it? Child, child support. support. A month? For child A month. $81,000 a year. I, see, initially, so I thought it was just $6,700, like, period, not a month. No, 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 no. So it's monthly. It is monthly. Oh, see, now my opinion's changed. Okay, c- continue, continue. And he, and folks have been saying that, you know, as a child... Or as an adult, you shouldn't be expecting any money, um, you know, any any specific amount of money. Whatever your father gives you is what you get. And you already getting a lot. Like if it was me, I would I would I wouldn't be begging for more money because that's more than enough to to survive. Blah, 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 blah. So 50 Cent has been <laughs> making comments about said interview that his son did. And it's saying you shouldn't have even gotten that much. And it has been, it has taken off on the socials. So what do y'all think about how much his son is getting or has, has gotten in the past? Do you think it's enough? Do you think it's too much? I think it's very suitable. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's suitable for, for living purposes. What, how much more did he need? Did he, what, what, I don't know. How much more saying it wasn't enough? Well, maybe he, he needed his presence. Maybe he needed your too. presence. That I, is I, what I wanted I, to point out. I definitely agree with that. I think that when the the last thing that I read about that was that Marquise was saying, like, look, he'll pay fifty cent six thousand seven hundred dollars just for a moment of his time. I really think that he just really wanted that time spent with his dad that he didn't get the opportunity for when he was younger. Now that being said, six thousand seven hundred a month, look, when my parents were separated and my dad was paying child support, my mom used to get four hundred and fifty dollars a month. So six what I could have done was six thousand seven hundred dollars a month. That's I don't even know what my mom could have took with that money, because that would probably would have been more money than she knew what to deal with. But regardless, I think the the underlying issue is that Marquise really wanted to spend time with his dad and he really wants to build that connection with him. But to go out on a limb and saying that, you know, that sixty seven hundred dollars wasn't enough. That's a little far fetched. And that's definitely a reach, man, like that. Some people don't even get the the kind of money that I that my mom used to get for child support much less but six six thousand seven hundred dollars bro come on man you that's way better than most if not all but I think the underlying issue was that he really just wanted to spend time with his dad and wanted to have a moment with his father and obviously he can't get that time back because he's a grown-ass man now but still it's it's clear that he really just wants that attention from his dad. And unfortunately, he, 
he went about it the wrong way, and now 50 is being petty about it. But what's 50 without pettiness? So, <laughs> okay. But I, honestly, my point of view, I feel like if the son wanted more, he should have gotten more. And here's why. Y'all have to realize 50 Cent is a multimillionaire. Okay. With enemies. That man was shot nine times. Okay. Not once, not twice, but nine times. He has multiple enemies. So having a child living in New York, you're going to have to put him up in some luxury penthouse. You can't just have him living on the street. Okay. And everybody know rent in New York. How much is it? expensive? Okay. So I just feel like being a multimillionaire son, you don't get regular luxuries. I feel like if you are a millionaire son, you need to be living like a millionaire son. And as, as someone who, as his child, I would feel like, dang, shouldn't I get a little bit more? Like you are a millionaire, you can't afford it. You should want your son to have the same luxuries that you are afforded. Am I wrong or am I right? I think you make a fair point. I mean, know. I don't. I just know. feel like everyone's, everyone's who is against him saying that he should have gotten more money is thinking within their 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 financial constraints. If I had six thousand dollars a month, of course I would be shutting the hell up because I wish I had six thousand dollars a month. But I'm also not a millionaire nor a child of a millionaire. If I was, of course I'd be asking my daddy or my mama for money constantly because they are millionaires; they can afford it. But I mean, for him to be like, sounds like he's like a little bit like using. Like he's comparing his dad to other rappers, you know what I'm saying? And that's a, a big thing in that industry. You know, you you can live or die by comparison, and you either choose to go not to compare yourself to somebody else, or you go compare yourself to someone else and be let down every time. Um, for what but it sounds like, it's a comparison though. I just feel like I mean the financial statements is there. The dad is a millionaire. Yeah, I just but, feel like as a parent, if you wanted to financially take care of your child and your child, and this is not him as an older adult, I'm talking about a child. I'm t- private school don't even cost six thousand dollars. It's a little bit more expensive than that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. You have to think of all the financial responsibilities that comes with being a child of a celebrity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. This it's it's honestly it's a fair point um, that the when we look at it from our perspective, of course, obviously 6,700 a month is going to look like, wow, that's a lot of money. But you know, when you are the son of a famous rapper um, and famous TV show producer, you're, you're going to want that balance. And, you know, he does deserve to live that kind of lifestyle. Um, more importantly, he does deserve to live, you know, or to at least have his dad's attention, <laughs> excuse me. And, I think to build that father-son relationship, I don't think it's too late, but it's one of those things where it's like, you know. It's too late. (laughs) Yeah, well, it it He already disowned him on social media. As as a child, I would not want to associate myself with that as a man. Like, come on now. Curtis Jackson, bro. That's, that's, I can't, can't really speak too much on that because again, I still have a relationship with both my parents. And despite the fact that they were separated and divorced, you know, I at least, I didn't ask for anything from my dad, but he still gave all that he could. And I definitely appreciate him for that. I would not know what it is like to be in the shoes of, of, of Marquise Jackson. 
you know, knowing that your dad is famous and whatnot, but yet you want to have that dialogue with him and he's just pretty much like, nah, I don't even fuck with you no more. So <laughs> I, he needs I more, know. bro. Sorry. Curtis, 50. I got one message for you. That's never too much, never too much, never too much. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Like, go, go, go mend that relationship with your son, bro. Please. Immediately. Never too like, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. Like, I don't care what age you at. I don't care where you, where you at in life, bro. There's nothing like a, a father-son relationship. Um, also, mom-daughter relationship as well. Um, also, father-daughter, mom-son. There's nothing like those. And I'm not a fan of shutting your kid out, man. I'm just not a fan of that at all. That's crazy work to me. Curtis, get your act together, bro. You know better. Well said, man. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that I'm, I'm a fool. Me. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, bro, because that shit is crazy, dog. Like, what you mean? Like, okay, you don't see Diddy doing this to his son. You right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't you don't see this happening with yeah, okay. You're not going to see it happen with Jay and Beyonce's kids. You're not oh, gonna see no. that happen that way. Absolutely. Um, Will and Jaden. Will and Jaden, you don't see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know they spend more than six thousand dollars on each one of them children. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Rest Hell, in peace to Nipsey Hussle. They even use their network. Yeah, they even use their network to get those children, you know, connections so that those children can make that money on their own. So I miss me with, with all that. You know, See? fair point. Huh. All right, Sam. Nasi, will you say anything? No, I was just agreeing with y'all. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, man, go what? Cowboys, man. Let's beat the Eagles today. I just had to get that in. If I'm I had to get that in. Watching the game. Yeah, yeah. If I get super quiet, that's because I'm probably either yelling, I'm on mute, or whatever other reason. Yeah, yeah. We, I forgot now. We got two Cowboys fans in here now. Um, oh! Yes, sir! <laughs> I'm just going to stick with uh, I like Dak, I like Zeke, and I like uh, Michael Parsons. Um, oh, and my cousin plays for them. I'm not a Cowboys fan, probably never will be, but I d- dislike them less than I have in previous years, so I got no comment on that. Um, That's the Virginian you talking. It's okay, though, bro. You're always welcome <laughs> to come to the other side. That's fine. I, mm, Look, I, all- I will remain a Steelers fan, my boy. I'm playing, bro. You already know, man. My dad's Steelers fan. You know it. Yeah. What did you say, Law? I said, elevate your taste in football teams. We always take your applications. Mm. Yo, yo, the Cowboys taking applications is a wild statement. Very much <laughs> a wild statement. Uh, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. I think I'll be all right. Because as long as Jerry Jones owns and operates the team, I ain't going nowhere near that. You got a fucking point. That's funny as hell. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Moving on to our next minor topic. Uh, so for those who haven't been paying attention, there's been this uh, trend going on talking about low vibrational plays. Now, it's been going on for quite a couple of weeks now, but I just wanted to briefly mention this uh, this thing. If you haven't seen the TikTok video, or the YouTube video of uh, Coach Stormy talking about how she wouldn't let, you know, certain food touch her plate because it's considered low vibrational plates um 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm, mm, yeah. Now look, I'm all about eating healthy. First of all, this situation is a little bit different. Yeah. Low vibration. Low vibration plates is crazy. I just want to so say that. So Coach Stormy is a is a is a a coach. <laughs> uh, a wellness is, coach, uh, quote unquote. A wellness coach. Yes, that's that's the so so we so she calls herself. <laughs> and she put her on an event. And at that event, she had uh, one of her, I guess, coaches who had a plate in front of her. Now, this said plate had multiple food items on it. And Coach Stormy also had a plate that had less food items on it. So Coach Stormy took it upon herself to let uh, have a teachable moment and tell people that what her Kochi had on her plate was considered low vibrational because it is not fit for a queen. She then used her plate as an example to tell folks that this is how a queen should eat. This is how royalty eats and how the other girl is eating is considered hood rat. However, I don't know what was the difference between how she was acting and how her coach was acting. But now the internet has taken that and ran with it. So <laughs> there wasn't much difference than what was At on all. her friend's plate versus on her plate. I think it was just, <laughs> just I don't know if you've seen the interview, but the guy who interviewed her ate her on right on up because she was like, sir, like she's he's just like, ma'am, you're making this worse. Like <laughs> you you were you was no better. You had wings on your plate. You talk about you the Fox Soul interview? Yes. Oh my God! When because he read her for filth, read her for read filth, her. and I'm just like, honey, yeah, yeah, it's, because there wasn't much of a difference on that was on her plate, and he made some facts. He was just like, yeah, that shrimp on your plate, those are the cockroaches of the sea. Corn has no nutritional value. So what what vibration are you giving? Like, sick. Um, I the the only thing I can say is, look, I'm I'm all about you know eating for wellness and eating healthy and whatnot. But when I was, again, looking at those places, as y'all said, it really wasn't much different from the person that she was trying to coach. It was like you had less items on there, but you still had those same items regardless. And to say that it was not fit for a queen and that it was like a hood rat plate, that really struck me the wrong way because it's like, first off, ma'am, what? It, it, it didn't even look like, you know, when you look at somebody's plate, I expected her plate to be like, I don't know, nothing but fruit and maybe vegetables or maybe some vegan options. There's nothing. No, you got barbecue chicken wings on your shit. Just like the other person. What the fuck are you talking about? But but that's just a but that's just a thing. She said that it was her event, but she didn't know who was catering. My thing is, is if it's your event, how do you not know who's catering? Like if this is supposed to be like a high vibrational and talk about wellness then you should be aware of what type of food it is going to be prepared at your, you at your event. You should set up the damn menu. Like, Mind if this y'all, is your event. Right. These females, these females like, this pay is what thousands I of dollars. Pay thousands. Thousands of dollars for this event to be eaten on Dixie plates <laughs> and paper cups. Okay? And her to call people low vibrational. Absolutely not. Uh. I, all I'm going to say is this. When Thanksgiving come around, that low vibrational plate is about to be heavy. Now, I don't... <laughs> I, again, I'm not sitting here Bruh, trying preaching. to tell people what to eat and shit, but you, you already know the vibes. Like, when Thanksgiving come around, that's the one time I'm going to be like, don't say nothing to me. 
about my plate and what's on it. But nine times out of ten, like if you like li- really are interested in living a healthy lifestyle, obviously you have to avoid putting certain foods on your plate or certain things like that you eat on a daily basis. Like today, I had some baked chicken, um, a little bit of rice, and some what what vegetable did I have? Uh just like that i'm i'm blanking out because i'm i'm so frustrated with this shit uh oh i had brussels sprouts so you know i had a nice little healthy balanced meal you know and that's something that i i take to every day but every now and again i want to you know have fun with my plate and shit pause but it's just it hey, really doesn't hey, make hey, yo. <laughs> yeah i i said pause so <laughs> either way I'm just going to say in in regards with Coach Stormy and whatnot, man, like I'm glad that in that interview, she definitely got like red to filth. And I'm glad that, you know, we're making jokes out of this because, yeah, clearly I I don't even I, I don't get it. Like, why would you tell somebody that that's a hood rap play, man? Like, let people do whatever they want to do. And if they're there for bread on her plate, bro, you said what? It, it, I said it was because she had bread on her plate. And if bread is a cause for you to be a hood rat, then shit, I'm amongst the motherfucking rats. <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> God damn, I'm just like, shit, if, if <laughs> bread makes me a hood rat, then shit. I, I am just... a hood rat, period. <laughs> if you feel me? I'm going to eat me a hamburger with, with a bun on it, God damn it. Like, I'm just saying. Like, my name is Sappy, and I too am a hood rat. Thank you. <laughs> That's a fact, Jay. I too am a hood rat. <laughs> And look, I I wanted to go viral. It should be a trend on Thanksgiving. Everybody post their low vibrational Thanksgiving, please. You already know that's gonna happen. You already oh, know. Oh, bro, you know it's gonna happen, like, bro. Absolutely. It's already too close to Thanksgiving. It's gonna happen. That that's that's the uh the caption for Thanksgiving: low vibrational turkey wings. Mm. Anyway, y'all, uh, I am going to. Go ahead and move on from this because obviously this is a funny situation, but I'm I just can't wait to see what happens on Thanksgiving. Um, our final topic for tonight. We're 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 digging deep back into the toxic fandom of toxic artists. And y- y'all have heard me talk about this person multiple times, and it's a shame, and I cannot believe that we're actually getting ready to talk about her again. I already was upset that we were bringing up Kanye again, but now I'm just as equally upset that we have to bring Onika Tanya Mirage Petty back into this this circle here. So, not the government name. Oh, the full government at that. Yes. Um, Damn, kid. Good. Without- Jesus. As y'all are aware. For those who've been on this podcast for a couple years now, if I feel a certain way about a certain somebody, I'm not going to call them by their stage name. I'm going to call them by their government. Um, so, yeah, uh, at, but especially if it's somebody who I've lost respect for over the years. So the if you hear me talk about Daystar, just know that I'm talking about a certain somebody that has to deal with Meg the Stallion. If you hear me talk about uh, Livingston Allen, just know that I'm talking about that so-called DJ. And when you hear me talk about Onika, obviously I'm talking about one Nicki Minaj. And that'll be the only time that you hear me actually refer to her as Nicki. Um, so for those who aren't familiar with this situation, obviously Onika has been beefing with the rap girlies, at least the newer rap girlies, uh, for uh, uh, it was, seems to be a good few months now. 
And Gurley's plural. Yes, plural. Um, today's latest happens to be Lotto. Now, hey man, shout, shout out Lotto, man. Shout out to ATL and the build a goddamn shit. I ain't literally the most unproblematic, <laughs> the most unproblematic. Yes, that's a fact. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I have to bring this up because it just seems like time and time again, Onika seems to have a problem. Now, where this problem stems from, honestly, is she had a point. But to drag Lotto's name and her song into this, she could have done all of that with without having to talk about it. So if you're wondering, is this is a really about Onika's song, um, Super Freaky Girl. And Super Freaky Girl actually got moved from the rap category to the pop category. And Onika had a problem with that. Now, for those of us who know how the Grammys operate, was she right in addressing the problem? Yes. I will fully stand behind the fact that the Grammys have misplaced and mischaracterized rap hip-hop and black r&b songs for years and is still doing that i will not deny that she was uh correct on her interpretation of that because look at what happened with tyler and his uh album igor like that was not a rap album but what did the grammys do put it in the rap category i mean they put beyonce's uh new album into the r&b category that's a whole pop album it's a whole pop album like it's a whole pop album. I think maybe there might be like one song that might be considered R&B, but it's really... Just one. Just one. Yeah, it's just <laughs> one. That is a whole ballroom, whole pop so, album. And last time I checked for the Grammy, in order to be considered in a category, your album has to be 51% of that category. So the math isn't mapping, but anyways. Yeah, I, have, I, I, have a, I have a question about that too. Like, and it's just mm-hmm. random. Um, the question is like, like, why do why it's always the black artists always get tampered with? Because they, they don't know where to categorize us. They exactly right. So this this is my next question to follow that because if we look at look at Nicki Minaj's Pink Friday album, they put it in the uh they put it in the pop conversation. She didn't complain in. Mm-hmm. Mm, just saying. I'm gonna be quiet. Mute up. I I don't know, man. <laughs> No need to be quiet. Keep talking. Keep talking. You're right. No, I, I mean because because she literally okay. So Nikki crossed over that first album she ever dropped. Like Pink Friday was the one, and then like Pink Print was the next one. Both of them, I think, I think one of them was was considered a pop album. The other one was like a hip hop album, whatever. And then like now you like oh I moved you moved the song to the the pop side, girl like. Just not so long ago, you know, when you first started, you was the Harajuku queen. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what you were. But now, you mad? Like, uh, I don't know about that. It's kind of like weird. Yeah, I think the timing of it all is just very weird. Like, why are you getting upset now? Were you upset about, as you said, Pink Friday and and um the her other cat- cat- catalog? Goodness gracious. Um, In terms of, like, bringing Lotto into the situation, you did not have to mention... Lotto song, Big Energy. Do I kind of consider that a pop song? More or less, but they put it into the rap se- uh, section and she called it out and had a problem with it. And Lotto was just like, can I not just be happy for me? Like, yeah. this is the, I think this is the first time that Lotto had ever gotten nominated for any kind of Grammy, if I'm not mistaken. So the fact that this song actually made it to the Grammys itself, you know, Lotto was excited now maybe and it, and it will... should definitely it should definitely be celebrated 
you know, I feel like Nikki just like she wants to remain at the top so badly. And like, that's fine. Like, it's perfectly fine for you wanting to stay at the top. But like, as a legend, you should also give leeway to those who are coming after you. Um, mm. And that is the same thing that she said little Kim was doing to her. Which is crazy. But either way, <sighs> yo, it's there is a reason why, like, nobody is really fucking with Onika right now. Like, other than maybe JT and maybe a couple other people, but it's like, okay, there's a reason why all these people are really starting to look at you like, yo, you got issues. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so baffled because when you look at the hip hop girls of the past, it was always about unity. You never saw them at each other's throats, at least not on stage or in front of everybody. Like when you look at artists like Yo-Yo, Lauren Hill, Queen Latifah, MC Light, you really can't say that they, they, they were beefing with anybody for real, for real. You might be able to point out Little Kim and Foxy Brown, but that issue goes a little more than just petty beef. That's that, that has some more underlying stuff in, in that whole situation too. But you didn't hear a beef between Lil' Kim or Eve or a beef between what's another uh, female hip hop artist. You, you just didn't hear about it. Because none of that was going on. Like, they weren't being petty towards each other. They were really more about trying to unify. Oh, here's another one. You didn't hear a beef about uh, Left Eye beefing with somebody in the past like Queen Latifah or Roxanne Shantae or anything like that. You just didn't hear it. Mm -mm. You don't hear anybody beefing with Rhapsody right now. No name has been, you know, she's been in headlines before, but you didn't hear any of, like, the rap girl is really beefing with her. I think Candy gunshots, man. Thank you, sir. I definitely appreciate that. But it's 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 just really crazy the way that this has been going on, because it seems that Onika has had a problem with everyone, save for a couple people. Apparently, she was in the DMs calling Megan Thee Stallion Bigfoot. And I'm just like. What? Where? Where are we at right now? What What are you doing? Honestly, I think it's past any beef type of issue I think it's a, a knowledge of self type of thing I feel like Nicki Minaj is in a place where she's realizing that with music either you're popping or you're not and we're at a time where artists can release a song today a new song come out tomorrow and that first artist has been forgotten so she's she's thinking that because she's put out so much music in the past because people have been telling her oh she's the goat she's this she's that they've been praising her for so many years she feels that she should be always receive that no matter what and you have to realize with fans they will love you today hate you tomorrow and it is now at a time where Nicki Minaj she's put out music but she she hasn't put out those bangers that she's put out before so mm-hmm. people are 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 acting as if she's a non-factor and she's seeing that people are praising all of these other artists and she's she's she realizes how it used to be when she was that only artist so all of those praises were going to her now we're in a time where we're getting all these female artists and everybody's praising them and sometimes people are even comparing them to her so she's she's now in a place where she's like oh, it's not just me. People aren't treating me the way I feel I need to be treated. 
and she hates that for herself. So now she is bashing out at other people instead of internalizing how she is feeling. And she's, she's taking all these other artists. And because there's so many social media platforms and there are individuals who praise these people on social media. So they're giving her all that fire to, to be able to act out on all these people. I find it's unnecessary because at the end of the day, you have your track record. You know that you are this artist. So for yourself to continue to bring yourself lower to the people you consider lower than you and argue on social media, first of all, at your big, big age, like not even to no ageism or anything, but in this this day and time, you already have proven yourself. Like, do you see Beyonce trying to argue with SZA? Like, it doesn't make sense because it's not necessary because you you have already proven yourself. Exactly. So there's only it, one. There's only one Nicki Minaj. There's exactly. only one and Nicki you Minaj. Have proven that. Exactly. She has proven that, like, over the years, like the 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 things that she has laid out, she's she has definitely proven that there's only one Nicki Minaj. But the fact that she's holding on to the title as like, oh, I am queen. I'm queen. Of course, you're queen. Like you, you paved the way for a lot of females. But allow that time for other females to flourish. Like it's not exactly. about you. Like. Like if she really wanted to be that person, she could mentor these artists. She can do. And the thing is, what what grinds my gears is the artists that are becoming popular. She don't want to do collabs with them. She's doing collabs with these one hit wonders. And obviously it's showing that she knows that she she can outshine these people. So she's doing collabs. The people that she know may may go hit for hit with her. She don't want to collab with. But that's 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 one of my business. You need you spitting right now. I'm saying like, (laughs) okay. Like it's 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 really sad to see. Like we we've never seen this from Beyonce. Like Beyonce has always given flowers. Okay, Rihanna has always given literally, flowers, and like I'm talking about flowers. women. Like <laughs> literally, have given actual flowers to artists that may not even be at her status, but like she will recognize them. Like Rihanna does the same thing, and I'm talking. And these are just females that are literally at maybe Nick, that are at Nikki's caliber right now. She's the only one that's hated. Like, ma'am. We get, we got you. We understand that you, and what you makes put it, it down for the bars, but you got to get credit. What makes it worse is all too. these artists that she's fighting with are artists that have in public said that, oh, Nicki Minaj is my idol. I look up to her. I try to be like her, blah, 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 blah. So for you to turn around and try to argue with these artists and try to say all these negative things about you, like it's, 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 it's that saying of don't meet your, your idols because they end up being the opposite of who you think they are. And she is proving that and that that's what makes it sad because these people got facts they got receipts they got text mm-hmm. messages they got instagram dms so i was like i, I think you might just want to hush just hush <laughs> i also up. think is i also think that it's very vindictive that she's like you know to the to the girls that are literally telling her like yo like i actually respect you like you know you've been my idol only for her to just be like yeah make sure you stay a fan like that's that's very that's very vindictive of her to do that and that just tarnishes her title as like an artist as well. I see that that, that really tarnishes her title because this is like you're not even that that respect and that grace you're taking that is just like yeah you I you owe me that like of course I owe I I deserve that stay a stay a fan like mm-hmm. I think that's real vindictive. She's lacking humility right now. I, I just wanted to ask, like, is is Onika really that? Uh, let me let me rephrase. Is she not confident in her legacy? 
is I think that's what's her her lacking. And the sad thing about it is people have been telling her and their fans who have told her constantly, like, you're my favorite, you're the best. What is it? What is her little thing? Barbie gang, da 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 da. The barbs. But I think yeah, within herself, I don't think she's that confident. So I think that's her problem. She lacks her own confidence, and that's gonna be her problem. Yeah, uh, it's, it's giving a uh, bitter old woman syndrome. Listen, I don't want to call nobody old, but it's giving bitter. It's giving real bitter. It's, it's, it's giving, giving bitter and upset. It's giving bitter, and you a mean girl, like you old, old mean girl. Well. Uh, Lotto called her a 40 year old bully and she because she's okay. 40 acting like this like Listen. and again age really doesn't have anything to do with this but this is like yo you why are you sitting here arguing with somebody who you know is 23 years old and really looked up to you and now here you go making an ass out of yourself just uh you know arguing with her and yelling and screaming at her and all of this other shit when she was trying to clear this shit up uh, respectfully and outside of social media. Now, I DMs. feel like I, I feel like age does have a, a does play a part into it. And uh, granted, it may not hold up like a huge part, but it does because, like, like you said, like Lotto said, like you're you're hitting forty, honey. I'm still in my twenties, but yeah, you're still acting as if you're my age. We're going back and forth on Twitter as if you're over dumb shit and. I assume that you would have had a lot more maturity than where you're at, than what you're showing and presenting right now. So age does have a, has a factor to do with this. Is Nikki gatekeeping? Possibly, possibly. I'm just going to read a tweet from another female hip hop artist, uh, Chica. I'm only going to read half of it where it says, now that we fit all the talking points, tell me how that takes away from the fact you idolize a grown woman who isn't secure in her own legacy after 18 years. That was Chica's response to, um, I believe, who, who is that rap girl named Suki? And it's Ooh. just like... First of all, she is she even considered a rapper? I don't know. Hmm? I don't know if Suki is hey, considered a rapper or not. But Tell me, tell me one of her most is. famous songs. I, I don't know. She, but all I know is that if she tried to rap battle against Chica, Chica was going to wrap circles around her. Exactly. Chica, aka, get a, get a um, uh, what's the old girl name? Uh, dark skin Chica Supreme. Mm -hmm. Oh, yo, she's a big Wale. Uh, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? A princess. I don't uh, think yes. nobody want to. I don't think nobody want to see Chica on the goddamn battle. No, it's gonna be quick. It, you are absolutely 100 correct, but. Either way, y'all have heard us tell, you know, talk about this multiple times. And what really bothers me is just how it seems like it's everybody's fault except Onika's when clearly she's the common denominator in all of this. Um, why is it that so many people have an issue with her? You know, it's not just like one or two people and then that's it. It's not a one and done situation. Mariah Carey has a problem. Uh, clearly, uh, Remy Ma had a problem and read her for filth in seven minutes and she threw. We ain't gonna talk about that. Um, mm. yeah, I'm over here weak because <laughs> Remy literally dug her a new asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying, uh, Chica has a problem, Lotto has a problem. Um, who, who else has a, a, a Cardi B, obviously. Um, but Yo, everybody else, Cardi B on a goddamn Glorilla song. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolute 100% yes. Uh it's 
it's just really everybody seems to I don't know when, when it comes to Onika it seems like nobody else is the it, everybody else has a problem I'm not the problem I think that's also the attitude that she has and then unfortunately she has uh allowed her fans or she has given her fans the freedom to act the same way and the, the barbs are we already talked about how toxic the barbs are and it's just it's so so disappointing when you have a fan base that's just as toxic as you are uh I wanted to say something that uh one of my homies uh shout out to jb and shout out to uh king teleano from my check wife waifu but we literally had Dang. this discussion yesterday about the situation um because it's 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 just like yo it's i i really a lot of these topics that we've been having i've really just been at a loss of words because it's just crazy but um, I know King Teliano or Tell, he said it's ridiculous for her to scrutinize other artists as if the actual platform and the facilitators aren't the problem. Being unable to focus her frustrations in the right direction feels childish. Uh, JB said worse that this pattern of behavior is continuously enabled by her fans and peers and fans end up being the driving force for this chaos. And she actively mobilizes them against people and uses what they feed her to aid in her arguments while literally seeing no fault in anything that she does. It's literally what I talked about in previous episodes. This is almost like Trumpism. It's like you can do no wrong. No matter how many times you fuck up or how many times you mess up or say the wrong shit or do something that could be scrutinized, it's like you don't see the fault in your own actions. And that is what really is the driving point here is that family and friends, if you're listening to this episode, please just always remember that you can always improve somewhere. And then also be mindful that, you know, your actions and words do have consequences and you always have to see when you mess up, always be sure that you take responsibility for it and don't enable Reaching. people who are in your, whether it's your fan base or whether it's your stream Twitch streamers. If you've got, uh, if you're a content creator and you've got a following, don't enable these people to act toxic, man. And don't be the main reason that they are acting this way on top of that. Like find some responsibility within yourself because ultimately this is how you get Nicki Minaj and the Barb's Nikki sees that she can do no wrong. The Barb's can see that she does no wrong and they will literally yeah, actively Nikki try Minaj to attack anybody who <laughs> disagrees with the them. Barbs. So, <laughs> That's a band, Nicki Minaj and the Barb's. <laughs> Jesus. Um, on a minor note here, if you're a Barb and you listen to this and you have a problem with what we say, come talk to us about it like don't try yeah, to like dox us or do no like do no none of that dumb shit because if you do, oh trust me, we are gonna be ready. Hey, hey, as 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 comment, know it's real. <laughs> I got a comment. If you are arguing with folks so much so that your fingers are hurting on Twitter, like why? Nicki Minaj don't even know your last name, so relax, please Preach relax. It. The way these people are fighting all over social media, we talk about Barty Gang, Barb's. Like first of all. Nicki Minaj don't know who you are. Cardi B don't know who you are. They don't pay none of your bills. They ain't pay your light bill, your car note, nothing. Relax. Not it paying not you serious. not one, not, not, not one bill. Any mine. <laughs> no, none. Joe Biden just took off. Not a damn bill, goddamn. He did more. So be by the game, if anything. Thank you. <laughs> I, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Um, it's just, I, I don't know, man. I would never, ever argue with anybody 
about my favorite artists. I'm not going to sit here and harass other people just because they may have different tastes than I do. Like, I, I y'all know that I am the biggest Kendrick Lamar fan ever, and I will not sit here and defend every action that he has done or every action that he's been a part of. It's like, if he mess up, he mess up. He's got to account for that. I'm not about to sit here and try to defend him for if he steps out of line. I'm not going to do that with any artist. It's giving, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say toxic, but it's like you're, I'm having a hard time thinking of this word right now. It's like, it's like you're, you're pandering obsessed. again, Nikki. Mm. Yes. Yep, there and we go. Now, one Obsession. thing I will say, I will, I will Obsession. argue. I will argue for one thing for my favorite artist, but y'all know what that is. So just <laughs> one thing. There's only one thing I would argue about. But that's it. What What is that one thing, if you don't mind? He ain't touch them kids. Amen. Thank you. Mm. Michael Jackson did not touch them kids. Oh, I like yeah. That. I, I will absolutely argue that all the time. Like, yo, he, he did not kids. touch some kids. Thank you. That's it. Yep. I 100% agree with you on I, that. I, too, J. Lee Trey, uh, agree with the fact that he did not do that. Now, somebody else is currently in jail and just got indicted on more charges? Mm, not too much. Oh, he definitely touched every single one of them. Well, either way, oh, family, no. I think we've ta- <laughs> we've definitely uh, have talked about this ad nauseum, but you've heard our opinions of these situations and we've ultimately have given you some advice on what to do and what not to do in regards to the culture itself and how these people affect the culture. We've seen the negative aspects of Kanye West and Onika Mirage Petty and how it can negatively adverse our culture. Um, We've seen what coach Stormy has been doing in her uh, escapades, I will say. And then we see the relationship between 50 Cent and his son. Ultimately, the thing is, we want to be sure that we can avoid these pitfalls. If we're going to be successful in this culture of ours, we have to learn to avoid things like this. Um, and chances are drama is going to come in each and every way. But the most important thing is to learn how to breeze past it and continue to grow as an artist, content creator, as a business owner, whatever it is that you seek. Don't follow these examples. I think that is the main point of this episode. Do not follow these examples. Do not be the main character in in Hodge's uh, mm. case. <laughs> Man, we've seen what it is to, because obviously Nick Nikki is the common denominator in all of these problems. If more than one bad thing happens around you, if more than one negative thing is said about you from multiple people, chances are you are the problem. But bingo. All right, guys, before we sign off, are there any new business or black business highlights that we want to address before we do our rundown? Yeah, I'm be real quick. Shout out to Anime Kickback. Um, them dudes over there, amazing, talented folks. Um, you can follow them on um, Instagram at Anime Kickback. And also on Twitter at Anime Kickback One. Um, if you have seen clothes that Jay Lee Trey may have wore, uh, particularly in the announcement um, picture to Chaotic Culture Podcast, that hoodie actually came from Anime Kickback. So 
Um, I just wanted to give them a big, big shout out for sure. Um, amazing quality of the clothes. Uh, T-shirts is dope. Bucket hats. Um, also, the, the trucker uh, hats, you know, like was really in on the fashion tip right now. So more stuff on the way. They just dropped a Rock Lee capsule, um, which is really, really dope. They had a pair of shorts to go with, also a hoodie. Um, if you're going to AWA, you will see them there as well. Uh, they will have product on hand for that. So be on the lookout. But yeah, animekickback.com. You can find all that stuff. And I just wanted to make sure we got that shout out for them. So that's it. Word, word, word. Thank you. Thank you, Johnny. Uh, anybody else have any new black business highlights? Not this time around. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, the one thing that I want to say is uh, stay tuned. Um, we are going to drop a back-to-back episode. So uh, after you hear this episode next week, I will have a special guest joining us. Uh, she just recently dropped an EP, and that EP w- was absolutely phenomenal. And I'm a little upset that it was only three songs, but it is an EP anyway, so it is what it is. But we're definitely going to be sure that we bring her up to the chaotic culture podcast and we're going to have a, a riveting conversation with her as somebody that i've known for a long time and i've always known that she was musically talented but i did not realize just what she had cooking up her sleeves so uh we will have a special guest on the very next episode and then after that we may do a, a awa episode on top of that while i'm thinking about it because i'm gonna be down there and i may want to react to it so uh, just for that, so we'll we'll have a few episodes coming out. Um, with that in mind, uh, we are going to go ahead and do the rundown. Now, if you've listened to this podcast before, normally I do the full entire rundown by myself. Not doing that anymore. I'm going to split it up amongst my co-hosts because we all have equal rights and equal power in this podcast. So, with that, we're going to give out our black podcast our black content creators, our black artists, and our black business highlights. So, John, if you could please start us off with the black podcast that we should be supporting here. Absolutely. All right. So, big, big rundown. And, of course, pay attention to who being said. And definitely make sure y'all go ahead and support. So, um, I'm going to leave the first one last. That's on this list, kid, on purpose, but no no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So, of course, check out my folks, Polo and Teliano at My Check Wife and Wife, who also subscribe to the Patreon as well. A shout out to Worst Generation Podcast and Blenheim Podcast. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe to their Patreon as well. Of course, Anime After Dark, shout out to them also. A Truth and Transparency Podcast with Brother X, the Culture Scientist, and Mr. Smith. Uh, Inside the Mind of a Blur podcast. Shout out to my boy Rob, Jay, and Steve over there. The session with Jay and Trey. Uh, Brutal Honesty with Kay Renee. And check out her novellas underneath the pen name Sedona Rose, available on Amazon Kindle. Make sure you do that. It's So Real with Raquel and Onaje. Hope I said that right, kid. Hope I did. <laughs> he said so-so. He gave me the so-so, y'all. So it's either there. Um, shout out to Alter, Alter Arc po- co- Podcast, uh, Moody Senpai and Senpai Saturdays. Um, Dad Needs to Talk Podcast with Rob and Father, Father Vash. Of course, Animalytical, where should get critical. Uh, Huey TC Podcast. Shout out to Geek Set, um, Deuces, all of them over there. And, of course, BlackAnimePodcast.com, the only place you can catch every single Black Anime Podcast. Whatever flavor you're looking for, you're going to find it on that particular place. And, of course, last but definitely not least, of course, Shogo High, the Shogo High Collective, all of that other shit. You already know the gang, how that stuff go. Gang, gang. And any other podcast that is out there for sure that are Black 
please make sure you go ahead and uh, continue to support as much as possible. Um, and, you know, let's support each other, give, give each other ducats and make this community bigger than what it is. Where, where, where? All right. Chanasa, if you can give us our black content creators. Yes. Yes, we're here. Okay. Um, so yes, let's go ahead and talk about these content creators. Uh, let's first shout out Aaron uh, with Black Anime. Um, go definitely go follow him. We also have Evan from HBCU Anime. Um, go check him out. We have Sundari. Okay. <laughs> we got Ari uh, from Sundari, uh, Cybris Entertainment, and I hope I said that right, uh, KJ. Then we got Dang. Tatted. We got Tatted Poodles, so definitely go check them out and follow them. Yo, then we have uh, the Geechee Gamer. Uh, go follow her. Um, definitely check her out. We have Icarus Metro Comics with Calvin, um, so check him out. Then we have Studio Maho, which is going to be with Pat Inyan, um, so definitely go check them out. Then we have Soul, aka Humble Southern Soul Brother. Y'all go check him out. Um, he definitely has some good stuff going on. And the last but not least, we got Hub Taku. Go check them out. All the all of them that I have listed, all of them great content creators. So definitely check out what they got going on. Period. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Period. Definitely shout out to Tata Poodle. Uh, I just made a post about her. Um, she's all over with Logitech right now. Uh, she's one of the faces there. Uh, she's got a little um giveaway and sweepstakes going on. Um, as far as getting new mic and a new, uh, I believe it's, I forgot what kind of light it was uh, for your computer, but um, definitely go follow her and check her out and be sure that you use the code Tatted Poodle. Uh, I just gave Michelle some free uh, promo there, so shout out to you. That's my sister on both ends. Oh, from- you just dropped her freaking <laughs> gun. <laughs> oh, oh, man, she, she knows I love her. She knows I love her. I was Not really just, just like rambling at that point, but yeah, definitely shout out to her. Uh, she is an indie, and she is also a sister or uh, sister of uh, Ta Beta Sigma National Honor Sorority Incorporated, so definitely shout out to her. Uh, not uh sappy please give us a rundown of our black artists all righty so you go that's a black artist so first off we want to shout out our very own nasa who's constantly providing good vibes and good vibes only we got okay thank you boom boom (laughs) all right next we got scoozy on the list and we got to follow up with jackie and of course because they make magic together next we got phil.me ellis quinn and if you've been listening since the beginning you know the man who produced our soundtrack i mean our first theme song RJ Stackhouse. Then, if you're currently listening, which I hope you are, we got the man who produced this current theme song, Coder. Quarter. Then we got the man who's rapping on that. We got Tyrone Leak Jr., <laughs> Boosie, if you're nasty. And then we got my girl, Ari Lachelle. Listen, if you haven't listened to her new single, Top of the World, you're, you're missing, you're lacking. Then you got our brother, our good brother, Zach Hines from Fortresses. And then I'm going to add a special one. We got my good sister, Zainab, who just released a single called Come On In. Holy Spirit, if you're listening to Jesus, you love Jesus music, she's going to get y'all right. So that's the, the artist that y'all got to support. Trust me, y'all. If y'all not listening, y'all lacking. Hey, shout out to Zaynab. Okay, with the gospel track. I'm going to definitely have to check that out, man. She always. Listen, if you like a little, a little Afro beat with a little Jesus music, she got y'all. Trust me. Say oh, did you just say, did you just say Afro beats Wagwan? Mm. Listen, you got to listen to it. It's good. It's good. It is good. 
Oh yeah, send me the link, y'all. For sure. I need that. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Uh, Law, I hope you're paying attention. Finally, man, uh, wrap us up with our black businesses. All right, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, so to wrap it up, black businesses, you got Already Paid by Drake. You got Fresh Nerds, Rich Mind by Timo. You got KS Brand by Christina. Cream Cosmetics by Naima. Mind Over Money by Tremaine. Uh, Studio Maho by Pat and Yin. You got Daphne Ben Smith with Studio Maho and Creedon PLLC. Concept Moon by Strange Key. She Designs 2 by Aaron. Black, Ma- Black Magic and slash Lit Ones by Lo and T. H4 Creative by Zenobia. Real Estate. Real Estate 1. Real estate, Real estate stone. One, I think that's how you say it. Real, Real estate, estate stone. stone. My apologies. Yeah, I got by Meredith. Yeah, sold by Bell by Mariah. Where, where? all those businesses? They are dope. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, for those wondering, yes, I did shout out Studio Maho twice as content creators and as a business because they are growing. So definitely shout out to them. Um, I'll probably do the same thing for uh, Concept Moon because they're doing some good things over there. Please sure, be sure that you check out their Kickstarter going on right now. It actually ends um, in from the time of this recording, maybe within the next nine days or so. So definitely check out their uh, Kickstarter. Please be sure that you support them over there. They've got plenty of dope artists, including one Steve from Inside the Mind of a Blurred, our uh, homie Yase, um, and a couple of other artists who are doing dope work. So definitely be sure that you check them out. Uh, if there are is no other business, let's go ahead and sign off, guys. Be sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the Chaotic Culture Podcast on your favorite DSP. Be sure that you subscribe to the Patreon for early access to the podcast and bonus episodes of the podcast. You can subscribe at any of the four levels listed. We appreciate your support. Check us out at patreon.com forward slash Chaotic Culture Pod. You can follow us on Facebook at Chaotic Culture Podcast. You can also follow us on IG at Chaotic Culture Pod and on Twitter at Chaotic underscore Culture. You can follow me, Ked the Pro, that's K3D the Pro on all social media. You can follow NASA on all social media at underscore call me NASA. You can follow law on IG at L.JR underscore 96 and on Twitter at law 96 underscore. You can follow Sappy on all social media at scraps 14. And you can follow Jay at J Lee Trey on all social media, including TikTok. This has been another edition of the chaotic culture podcast until next time, folks. Remember, Embrace the culture. Chaos rules. Be blessed. Be safe. God is love. Deuces. Peace. 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 Let's talk about it, please. Let's hold some conversation. You see where I'm coming from. Yes, it's so amazing. Go ahead, get comfortable. You can grab a seat, take a load off your feet. Yeah, welcome to the table. We don't tell no lies over here. This ain't no fable. We just live our lives over here. We ain't no angels. We just shine our light over here. We got the power. Uh, we just showing love over here. Everybody needs some, yeah, and we don't need a reason. Everybody needs some, and we don't need a reason.
Cause.